so uh, getting ready for this episode, Mark, how we're going to stage this, set it up. We can't really segue. I can't wait to see what comes out. <laughs> can't really segue from the last episode because no. it looks like uh, John's pivoting his thoughts a little bit here. Right. Is Leaving that, the Antichrist behind. Right. Now we're talking about love. 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 Uh, so how, how do we want to set this up? She loves me. She loves me not. She loves me. She loves me not. <laughs> okay. That's been tried before. Yeah. How much do I love thee? Let me count the ways. Mm. Mm. Your love is like a red, red rose. The reckless love of God? The, re- the, reckless, the reckless, reckless love the of God. Overwhelming. Careening around corners. <laughs> Chasing us down when we mm. don't want it to. Fighting um, us. Hmm, that's a thing now. But anyway. I heard. Yeah. How about just starting off with uh, real love is spiritual love? Is that kind of dry? I don't know. Do you think the audience would, do you think they would grab, is there a hook in there that would grab them and they would say, oh, I want to listen to this episode of Interman Radio. I'm not sure. Honey, get the kids. Right. Tell you what, let's go to the theme song and then when we come back, we'll have a hook. Great. It started way back in third grade. I used to sit beside him in New Haze. A pink dress, a matching bow, and her ponytail. She kissed me on the school bus, but told me not to tell. Next day I chased around the playground. Crossed the monkey bars to the merry-go-round. And Emmy Lou got caught passing me a note. Before the teacher took it, I read what she wrote. Do you love me? Do you want to be my friend? And if you do, well, then don't be afraid to take me by the hand. If you want to, I think this is how love goes. Check yes or no. Yo, that's a cute song, Mark. It is. Yeah. Do you love me? Do you want to be my friend? So, so I was gonna play the whole song for the audience <laughs> here, or, or but Mark, that was enough. Your aversion to country, we, we cut it, we cut it a little short. That that song's talking about really a kind of junior high love. Yes, you know, it's like check the box. Yeah, do you love me? Yes or no? And in this case, uh, the uh, the singer is talking about how that grew up and he he married his wife and it started all back then and that kind of thing, which really leads us into today's episode, right? It does. Today we're going to talk about love, but love is such a broad topic that we're going to have to define what we mean by that and kind of work up to it. When we were in junior high, we thought that love was yes and no boxes. Yeah. That it was contained right there, and if you checked yes, you're probably meant to be, and it was, it was, you know, TLA, true love always. Remember? Do you remember that? That was on the little note. Oh, wow. TLA. Oh, yeah. We're going way wow. back. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I heard, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Same stuff. But yeah. that's, that's all we knew at that time. That was, the, that was the level of our maturity. So we loved in that way. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't stay that way, hopefully. No, no, it did not. <laughs> for some, for some, maybe no, it, it did has. not. Maybe George Strait, perhaps, but yeah, but, uh, so not for the rest of us. You get a little bit older, and as we uh, as we started uh, becoming more serious about about those kinds of relationships, yeah, 
Uh, it, it, we go back to the time where we courted our wives. Yes. So we didn't date. We, <laughs> no, right? We, right? we courted. I think I may have dated once or twice. Well, but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that was very different, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Uh, um, well, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. We were much more mature. Uh, so much by more. that point. Yeah, the but, boxes were more complex. Yes, right. <laughs> it came on stationary. <laughs> yeah. But it seemed more mature. And, and certainly there were... There were more things to to consider. There was a greater level of responsibility. Right. There was uh, it was a lot bigger decision, a lot more involved, and so love had really matured a little, a little, a little bit. I, I'm sorry. I a have little to, bit. I have to. So, so Christina, Christina's love was mature, more mature than mine. I have to say, um, she had the kind of love that would. Um, that, that would come when I ran out of gas. She would come and with a gas can and and, and bring gas. Anyway, that is love. That was That's that was love, true right? love. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, I'm taking the gas can to my boyfriend. That's, yeah, uh, loser, my... loser that he was. Anyway, love, love bears all things, yeah. hopes all hopes things. All. Yeah. I hope he gets a job so he yeah. can find gas. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, you know, when we look back at that now and we say, oh, I mean, that that, that doesn't even seem like love. In yeah. retrospect, that was so immature. It was it was so childish. But yet at that time that seemed perfectly reasonable. Yeah. That seemed that seemed like love. And, but after we got married, you know, we it seemed love like grew. It, it, it did. It grew and, and looking back even at those early marriage years, now I'm thinking <laughs> Uh, it grew a lot. <laughs> it grew a lot since then, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, from the moment we said I do, it wasn't that I all of a sudden became this responsible man who really loved his wife the way God and Christ loved the church. Although I thought I was right. at the time, you know. Honey, don't you know I love you the way Christ loved the church? And I'm, if you don't believe so, I'm lecturing you to let you know that I do. <laughs> it took, I don't know, man. It, it took me at least a year just to figure out that I was married. Just, just for it to really but you're have still sunk hang, in. Hanging out with the dudes, is that kind of it? Or? A little bit. Yeah. But, you know, just that idea that, whoa, I'm married now. Uh-huh. I mean, I knew that academically. The ring was a good reminder. But uh-huh. it's, you know, just before that really sunk in, I think it took me about a year to, to, really, to really feel like, oh, yeah, married you, is the guy I am. You know what helps speed that along sometimes? Is when there's kids. Yeah, they, they get that, that, yeah. that moves. At about the three month mark, um, um, so Christina announces that that we're expecting, right? So, <laughs> so that and, helped help bring things a little bit further. And quicker. love grew. Didn't yes, it? it sure did. Love grew, and so we look back at that and we think, well, now we have children. I mean, now yeah. we really know what it is to That's love. That's right. Yes. And it does definitely mature our love. Mature or mature? Mature. Mature. Yeah. It causes our love to grow up. Yeah. Because, you know, you can get married and you can still be kind of self-centered in the way that 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 love um, that love is applied to us. Once you add kids to that mix, that self-centeredness has to take a back seat. Yeah. You can't. I mean, it's not the way it used to be anymore. And that's important for us because it really has caused us to grow up mm-hmm. and to learn to love more maturely. And even in the process of, of raising our kids, we realize, even looking back at the younger days of being a parent, that what we thought was sacrificing for the kids still really wasn't maybe 
as much as it needed to be. You know, we learned those lessons along the way when we realized, wait a minute, okay, you know, here's what real sacrifice looks like yeah. as, we, as they get older. Uh, so why are we going on this path? What does this have to do with First John chapter 4 today, Mark? We're going to teach our wives how to love us better. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to talk about First John chapter 4, verse 7, where John says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. The one who does not love does not know God, for God is love. And unfortunately, sometimes it's too easy to just read blah, 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 through those two verses. Wait, what did you just say? Blah, 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 blah. I mean, before that. Oh, love Something is about from love, God. God. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. And sometimes it just, you know, it sounds, well, we're talking about love again. Mm-hmm. And what possibly can be said about love that we haven't heard and don't already know. But... When it says, love is from God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God, who does that leave outside of that group who is not born of God and knows God, but also loves? Nobody. Nobody. Wait, so, so you're saying that a person cannot love unless they're a Christian? Everyone who loves is born of God, that would imply that they're a Christian, mm-hmm. and knows God. So if everyone who loves is born of God, who is there that's not born of God who loves? And the answer is no one. And so, and then John, John addresses it from the, from the opposite side. He said, the one who does not love does not know God, for God is love. So if someone does not love or if someone does not know God, then the reverse is also true. They do not either know God or love. So the scriptures are very exclusive in this regard that only someone who really is a Christian can love. Now, we talked about a bunch of different loves, right, in our, in our past. Mm-hmm. But that's not the kind of love that John is talking about. The love that God is and the love that's been manifested in us. Because at some point we grow past all of those loves to really a genuine concern for the soul of the individual that we love, that we care about. We want their spiritual good more than our good. Hmm. And that is really the fullest expression of love. That's when love has matured. That's what real love is. So that's why John can say that if, if anyone who loves is born of God. Yeah, that's why he can say that because if we even take a look at um, friends or neighbors or coworkers who, I mean, they love their kids, sure, right? Yeah, yeah. But but when you talk to folks about how that love is manifested, it's I want them to be happy. I, I take want, them to baseball, right? I want my kids to get a good job. I want them to have what's good in life. Yes. I want them to. Have, but I gave them a bike. I yep. Right, and that's those. I mean, that, that's okay. Yep. In, in some right, but. We're talking about the kind of love that says, I'm willing to do the difficult thing to sacrifice so that Junior's soul can be with Christ. Right. Right. Or I'm willing to even tell Junior no and make their life a little uncomfortable and I can be unpopular because for the good of their soul. And, and that's a different parental perspective. Um, but but the same would be to adult to adult relationships for sure right so with the neighbors with because take charity right okay. so there's all kinds of charitable events 
Um, I've directed a 5K. You know, we're raising money for this type of school and that kind of thing. But and you see a lot of really good people. Yeah. Who yep. really want to do some really right. good things, and they're willing to put. I mean, they're willing to write a check. Yeah. Donate time. Absolutely. Yep. Really inconvenience themselves, and 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 some of them it's so that they can get the ribbon that tells everybody that they did. <laughs> right. But right. a lot of folks, it's not. They really want to do good. That's still not the love that he's talking about here in First John, is it? No, no, that's the, similarly, that's a love that just hasn't grown up yet. That's a love that is, it's a, it's a less mature kind of love. In some cases, and people get this confused all the time, they think that, that love is, um, you know, love is, well, you kind of mentioned love is getting your kids to like you, or, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's not showing love. When we talk, and, and we recognize that even in things like, um, you know, teaching our kids to be responsible. Well, if we really love them, we're going to teach them to be responsible because that's more important than making them happy. Right. So just take that one more step. You know, okay, well, teaching them to be responsible is good, but teaching them the things that are necessary for their spiritual good is even more important. So the ultimate expression of love, the ultimate level on which on which love must exist is the spiritual strata and we want to love people that way that love is really defined for us in verse 9 when john says by this the love of god was manifested in us or in our case that god has sent his only begotten son into the world so that we might live through him jesus is not getting anything out of this from a material sense this is not there's no selfishness involved here there's no you know i want to be your friend first this is i'm doing what is right for you so that on a spiritual level you get what you have you get what you need in order to be successful i want what is best for you that's what love really looks like and that's the kind of love nobody if you're not a christian how can you love someone spiritually you can't. You can't because you, you, you don't even, you're not loved spiritually. You don't even know what it really means, right? So, yeah. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So Jesus shows us in this tremendous demonstration to all of mankind what love really looks like. Now, I think for the most part, I think people missed that. You know, they saw, they saw Jesus' love or maybe um, I, I'm assuming that when people saw Jesus heal the sick or cleanse the lepers or give sight to the blind or make the lame walk, that they thought, well, okay, Jesus loves the blind and the crippled and the lame and so on. And that's true. Jesus did those things out of compassion. Right. But that's not how God defines love for us in the scriptures. That was That's a part of God's love, but it's not the lion's share. God's love is really manifested in our case that God has sent his only begotten son into the world so that we might live through him. He's talking about crucifixion. Now, that doesn't seem very romantic, but that is the greatest description of God's love. So when we're talking about loving one another, it really is demonstrated the same way that Jesus demonstrated his love for us in sacrificing himself for us. It's easy to say that as a blanket mm-hmm. statement. What's that going to look like? What does that look like for me going to assembly 
I'm rubbing elbows with the guys and the gals. And what is that? I mean, is that is that um, back slapping each other and telling mm-hmm. each other, hey, you know, good job, hey. brother. Hey, how you doing? You know, I mean, is that is that what that is? What does that look like? Well, okay, so a little bit earlier in 1 John 3, verse 18, he said, Little children, let us not love with word or with tongue. Now, John is not is not forbidding us to tell people that we love them. What? Yeah, right. right. <laughs> okay. Oh, now. Come on. Let us not love with word or with tongue, okay, but with deed and truth. We shall know by this that we are of the truth, and we shall assure our heart before him. See, the real expression of love is not word or tongue. It's deed and truth. If, uh, I mean, let's, let's, there's another good example of that um, in Ephesians chapter 5 where we see the love of Christ demonstrated as a husband would demonstrate it to his wife where he says, husbands, love your wives, in, your wife's. <clears throat> your wives. We're not living Abraham's time. No, 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 no. <clears throat> Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and... Gave. Yeah. Gave Sacrifice. Sacrifice is the language of love. It's, uh, it, it's not... Um, uh, I, don't, I don't remember where they all are. But <clears throat> sacrifice is... The, well, the five languages? Go, the yeah. Five, yeah. Yeah, I, Oops. I can't I, I just can't know remember. that there are five because the cover of the book says so. Good. <laughs> but... Right. Okay. And one day I'll probably read that. <clears throat> but yeah, the real language of love is the language of a sacrifice. Everything else might be might be a less mature expression of love, but love on the spiritual level has to take the form of sacrifice. Love I mean love of our kids, love of our wives always has to come. How do we know love? We know love by this that we lay down our lives for the brethren. We know love by this, that he loved us. We also ought to love one another. We know love by, I mean, that's the way that we know what love is. Not with word or tongue only. It has to be with deed and truth. If, um, you know, a guy doesn't, a guy may say he loves her, but if he's home on his game console and, uh, and she's out, you know, working the, working the diner job, um, honey, listen. You, you got to leave that one. Leave, leave that one behind. That that's not love. Leave the guy behind. Leave the guy. Dump the guy. But if they're you're not saying, if they're married though, you're not saying she needs to leave him. Is it, let me think about that for a Are, second. You're no, saying that, no. You're saying he needs to leave the game behind to sacrifice for his wife, right? I'm saying that if he's on the couch all day uh-huh. on the gaming console and uh-huh. she's the one who's out there paying the bills. She needs to find a way to change that and turn that around. He's, mm, I would recommend an intervention. Okay. In, in that case. But, so, fellas, but, fellas, talking to the guys here. If, yeah. If, if we find ourselves in that kind of situation, we ain't demonstrating love, right? That's not love. Right. Okay. So, no right. matter what you say, right? Get up off the couch. Sacrifice is your love language, fellas. That's how you show what love is. Um, girls, if you're if you're in the perspective phase here and he's not off the couch, that's a hot potato. Just dump him and run. All right, sweetheart. Right. Just right. just head for the hills. Right. That's not love. All right. Yeah. If okay. he's inviting you to take him out to dinner, that's not love. You're gonna head if for the hills. If he's making you bring him gas. <laughs> right. Right. 
<clears throat> Too late, Christina. Not worthily, <laughs> but in deed and truth. Right. In sacrifice. So when it comes to how we love one another, it's going to be demonstrated the same way. And so like you said, so when it comes, you know, we're, we're at the assembly, we're having a great time, it's fun to see the guys. Yes, we should tell them that we care about them, that we're concerned about them, that we love them, it's great to see them today, how's it going? What do they need, spiritually speaking? And how can I adjust my schedule or my um, checkbook or my priorities mm -hmm. in order to provide them with what they spiritually need in order to take another step forward. This requires a little bit of effort and time ahead of time sometimes, mm. or a lot of times, because often we'll hit assembly and we're just trying to get, I mean, we're just getting the family and the rig, man, and everybody's getting there, and we're rolling into the parking lot. And, yeah, made it. <laughs> All right, and then we get in there, and hey, brother, good to see you. Hey, praise the Lord. Uh, great, good to see you. How are you doing? How are you, you doing? doing? How are you doing? Yeah, great. All right. Hey, you okay, too, time great. to start the songs. You know, so, And we think that that's an encouragement to one another, and being there can be an encouragement. <laughs> I mean, that's a good start. Yeah, <laughs> especially for you know those who are also in smaller congregations, guys. Yeah, being there is a big deal. It's a big deal. Okay, but but that's not the beginning or end of it. Uh, it might require taking carving some time out in our personal prayer time ahead of time, and 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 really praying on behalf of our brothers and sisters, or sitting down and thinking about what do they need, and then when we're communicating with them, talking real life. I mean. Asking how they're doing, asking what their needs are, finding out, or just listening to them. Yeah. Finding out what's important to them, listening. It's not always a slap on the back and, hey, brother, good to see you, and then we're out the door. That's, no. that's not really love. It can be the start, I guess, but that's not where it begins and ends. It, it opens the door, mm -hmm. you know, to, I mean, those relationships so that, so that we can have a cup of coffee, so that we can have lunch together. And we can talk about, hey, what's really going on in your life? And when you when you have the time, you know, you're not surrounded by the rest of the the rest of the congregation, and and you can have those conversations and and talk about what's happening, where are you at, you know, how did this go, what's happening over here, how's this kid, how's this, right? Then you get to, and how can I help you, and. And maybe we're in a position to help. Maybe we're not in a position to help. But but we're we're there and we're demonstrating our love for them. And if we can help them, we're ready to do that. We're you know can we? How can we work through this together? Um, you know, are there things that we can do that would help to? You know, how can I be an encouragement to you? That's where real love. That's where real love takes place. Right. That's right. Now. If a person's listening to this and they and they don't feel comfortable with those kinds of conversations, I mean, it maybe maybe someone's listening, Mark, and they're not. They, they think I'm not the person to sit down with somebody at lunch and ask them how their life is going. Maybe someone doesn't feel comfortable with that. Is that is that a statement on their ability to love, or is that are there other ways that they can demonstrate love for a brother and sister outside of that? Well, that's a good question. <clears throat> Maybe not everybody's geared toward toward having lunch, but um, and John doesn't 
doesn't give us a, a, a list necessarily here where he says show love in these ways. Yeah. He just, you know, he gives us the picture of sacrifice. Right. But it's up to us as to how that's going to be applied. Now, you might look at the, at the, um, um, you know, might look at the list of, of gifts that, that Romans writes out, you know, whether it's hospitality or leading or encouragement. I mean, those are, those are real ways that you can show love to other people. Um, and there's a little bit of latitude there. You know, maybe this is, you're more wired this direction or, or that direction. But, you know, we genuinely or generally find ways to love people based on how they need to be loved rather than how we, how we think we ought to love them. Right. That really, so regardless, it really entails us asking the question, quite literally asking the question, what, what can, what does this person need? Yeah. What what do they need from their perspective? What do they need? Not to, what not, what, do, what do I think they need? And yeah, and sometimes it's both. You know, so so finding out what they need, and then what can I do to help meet that need? And making the sacrifice, time, conversation, encouragement, prayers, maybe maybe who knows? It can entail all kinds of things. Um, but being that kind of of tangible demonstration of God's love through sacrifice for their good is the is really the only that's the kind of love that only Christians can show and it's the truest expression of what love is everything else is kind of a is a derivative but the center of all of those affections is an affection for the soul and if we don't have that if if that if that core is missing, then everything else that masquerades as love in our world is hollow and self-serving. At some point, it lacks the real genuineness of being love for that person. It's, it's a partnership. It's something else. But only a love for the soul is a genuine love that the scriptures recognize. And that's why only those who are born of God can do it. What that looks like uh, between Christians and how we get to demonstrate that is what we'll hit next time on Interman Radio. Except I want to throw one more thing in oh. there. That was really good. We might just end right there. But th- this is a personal thing between God and us. So if we're really wanting to love somebody else, if it's true love, keep it to yourself. You don't need to, oh, annou- oh, yeah, yeah. You don't need to announce <clears throat> to everybody else the good stuff you're doing for your brother. This is this and is it's not for him. Right. There's a lot of posturing that goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I like to. I like to. I think that needs to be put in here. Well, let's just do that. Let's let's just let's just break in and then. Can you find a place to stick it? Can you? Wh- is that possible? Yeah. Okay. You know, one thing that occurs as we're talking this through, Mark, is that there's a lot of potential here for a person to do something for the sake of somebody else and think they're doing it for the right reason, but they announce it to people or they make it kind of a public oh, kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so <clears throat> guys, if you really want to know whether or not you're really doing something for the benefit of someone else, keep it to yourself. Yeah. Don't, don't announce it to the kids or to your wife or to anybody else. You know, <laughs> right. so, so don't announce it to anybody. Just if you're really seeking something good for your brother or sister – do that 
and keep it between you and God. I'm working with Bob. Yeah. I'm helping Bob out. You know, last week at lunch uh, when I was asking <laughs> Bob some tough questions about his marriage. <laughs> right. You know. Right. Uh, keep don't it, do that. Don't do that. That's, yeah. If you really want to know, here's a good little litmus test for yourself. If, if, in what I'm doing, is it really because I love that person? Well, one possible way to know is whether or not you're keeping confidence. Yeah. Does the left hand know what your right hand is up to? Right. Yeah. That's... That's what makes it acceptable to God. Do you love me? Do you want to be my friend? And if you do, well, then don't be afraid to take me by the hand. If you want to, I think this is how love goes. Check yes or no.